Office Depot Office Max has great deals on everything you need to succeed, like stylish furniture and chairs to keep you working comfortably, the latest tech to keep you organized and productive, calendars and planners to keep you on schedule, and cleaning supplies to keep your space spotless. It's the perfect time to stock up on the supplies you need to succeed from the office to your home and everywhere in between. Need it fast? No problem. Place your order at officedepot.com and pick it up in just 20 minutes at your nearest Office Depot or Office Max store. This is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges, 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 and challenges. As long as it works. Also, also, I have not been, I'm fully 100% sober right now. Well, he's sober because you saw what's lit on the fandom. I know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on the Challenge Fandom podcast. Um. Man, I was a hop, skip, and a jump away from being full-blown fucking blacked out. I so wanted to go off on old boy when y'all start talking about Carl. I wanted to jump on. I said, hold on, partner. It was fun. I had a, a, a lot of... Um, Wait, were they talking trash about Carl? One no, of the no, guys no, no. was... He, he kind of made me a little upset. Somebody, I don't consider her no goat. I said, okay, all right. Well, I can I can refute everything you say. Which is fun. <laughs> People are going to have, you know, their different ideas. Kara's a polarizing person. It's just some people really love her and some people hate her. It's just kind of one of the things. I had a lot of fun. We got to cover a lot of shit. Got to talk a lot of shit. It was a lot of fun. Thoroughly enjoyed it. But now we are on season 38, guys. We're over 150 episodes in. I'm feeling 150 episodes? We're well over 150 episodes. Holy shit. Before we start this off, I just want to give a big shout out to our colleagues out there. We understand that not every challenge podcast is for everybody. Some people just want to listen to Challenge Mania. Some people just like us. Some people just like other people. You might have two or three. It doesn't matter. As long as you're listening, I want to give a big shout out to all of our uh, uh, comrades and all of everybody else who's doing it. I want to give you a big shout out. Big shout out to uh, Paige and the Most Likely Pod, Off the Hook Pod. The Unbothered Podcast. Hey. We love the Unbothered Podcast. Woo, we unbothered. love the Unbothered Fans Group yes, unbothered. on Facebook. Those guys are fucking awesome. Uh, Caffeine Confessionals. What's up, Nikki? Uh, the Challenge <laughs> <laughs> Malik, you never change. The Challenge Fandom Podcast. Do the Lions Podcast. Stir the Pod. Bites Podcast. Fuck with the Wrong Pod. Drew Engelman and the Mike Lewis Pod. And, um, you know, such, such good camaraderie going around. Everybody's kind of chill with each other. For the most part. Uh, Rob, you also have a podcast. Now's a good time to give a big shout out. Oh, wait. Before you give a shout out, like I said earlier, I have not had anything to drink. And here goes my uh, warning. I'm taking straight shots. And this is going to be a long episode. So, What do you got? That's what what are you I'm drinking? Talking about, I'm just baby. drinking some whiskey, some sea grains. That's what I'm talking about. I was going to say, that's, that's yellow. That's, oh, that's a, that's a ca- yeah, caramel yeah, whiskey. Uh, Rob, tell us about For the Love of the Challenge. Uh, for the love of the challenge, I know I ain't posted in a while, y'all, but please go out, like, subscribe, listen, because I am going to be dropping some more new content. Uh, I have not reached out to anybody new, but if anytime you want to come on a show, just shoot me an email or you can shoot me a message on Instagram for the love of the challenge at gmail.com and for the love of the challenge on Instagram. Bet. Let's go ahead and jump right into the shit. The show kicks off. And they give us the, oh God, I, I hate this shit so much. 
We get the twenty minute. Oh, it's the it's the beginning party. We all get to. We had a whole launch special for this shit. Why are we doing this again? We already know half the people. The other half of the people. Let's get to know them as it goes on. This should have been covered in the launch episode. Hated that part, except, except for Turbo versus Laurel. I am so upset. My future husband has decided to become a complete douchebag, and I don't know what the oh, fuck happened. Thank God. I, I, I thought we was going to get something else coming out of you about that, and I really got some shit about Turbo. That, that listen, we all listen, got shit about Turbo. Listen, <laughs> I loved Turbo, War of the Worlds 1. I even loved him, War of the Worlds 2. I don't know who this is that they brought into this show because this is not the turbo from there. Like, I don't know what riled him up. Maybe it's because he's secretly pissed off about, you know, his, his band that he had. And now he's kind of taking it out on everybody, but, and I'm not a big fan of Laurel, but what he did was just out of pocket. And he's just this whole, this whole episode, this whole thing. If this is how he's going to be the entire season. Yeah. I'm getting a divorce. It does look it does look like it's gonna be that way. I, I can see him going into every elimination this season, honestly. And he I think may he'd be happy to from the sound of it. He's like, yes, yeah, send me in, moron. And I'm pretty sure Turbo's a fucking serial killer. I mean, he probably doesn't have a whole bunch of bodies, but he got at least two. Yeah. Maybe three. And and I, I think maybe it's not because he caught so many bodies, but he probably killed all these people in an excruciating way. Now, I haven't been watching the whole Dahmer thing. Well, he's I a street know, fighter. I know the whole story of Jeffrey Dahmer, and God, I mean, he's just problematic on so many levels, especially choosing the people he decided to kill. So I decided to skip that whole shit. But Turbo looks like he's going to go full fucking psycho this season. Full fucking crazy? And I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. And and this whole Laurel thing, it really should have been nothing. What did you have right. to prove? What did you have to nothing. prove? Why are you going so hard for? Uh, I see why they showed it to us, but for Turbo, not a good look. No, not at all. I'm telling you, he's he's come back as a different person. And it's like, I don't know what happened because, I mean, I liked, I don't know if I'm the only one. Maybe it's because I was like super attractive to me, but he seemed very humble, very sweet. His first season, even his second season, he was very humble and he's come back and all of a sudden his shit doesn't stink. And I was like, holy shit. He's too cocky with it. I mean, you can't stay humble. I mean, too cocky. I mean, I'm sorry, but Turbo, he's coming here. It's like, hey. I'm the man. That's basically what he's saying. I don't give a, he's talking about, I don't give a fuck who you are. You're going to bow down to me. That's basically how he's coming across. And he's talking to somebody who's won more championships than him. Right. So moving on, I mean, most of the shit during this whole entire, you know, get to know you stage, I really didn't like surprise, not, not super surprised, but really excited to see Laurel back. I always loved the mad dash to the house. I'm so glad they're not doing the challenge USA put everybody in, a, you know, put everybody together in one thing, you know, they kind of did something like that. And um, total Well, madness. they already have some Lub-A-Dub-Dub coming on o- season already. one. Already. Or and episode we, one. And, and we wasn't getting that kind of stuff with the Challenge USA. So I'm really glad we have that. Um, let me ask you guys, how do you guys feel about the um, the double confessionals? You know, we've seen it come out recently. Uh, they, I mean, these things was once in the blue before. And, was, and it looks like it's, that's kind of going to be the standard going forward. How does the double confessional make you guys feel? I'm still iffy on it. 
I say Rob looks really excited for it. Well, <laughs> I, am. I really am. I, 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 I'm so I'm so amped. I'm glad the regular season is back. I, I'm glad there's no more USA. I missed the double um, the confessionals because I think the last time we saw it was in Bloodlines. So bring it on. I want all the drama. I want all the hookups. Let's go. We were so deprived from USA. They were like, oh my God, give me anything. And we're so excited for it. Like, yeah, I mean, absolutely. mind you, I was even a little bit excited to see Kayla because I was I like, was this bitch brings I, like drama. I don't, I can't stand her, but she brings drama. She likes to fight and, and do stupid shit. So like, she's probably going to piss me off in 2.5 seconds, which she did. But nonetheless, I was happy to see her back. <laughs> I'm really high on Kayla because she did have a really good showing in All Stars 3. And her promising her husband sexual favors was just the funniest thing in the world for me. I mean, that was that was fucking hilarious. I think she brings she gotta tell him to shut up for two weeks though. Like right. <laughs> is he that problematic that you gotta tell <laughs> dude to not say shit for two weeks? I mean, I love what she brings to the show. Uh she's gonna be good. And I'm really excited to see Norice. I'm a fan of Norice. I didn't watch her Are You the One season, but I follow her online and I really find a lot of her stuff. I'm pretty sure there's very little she can do to make me not like her. I mean, she would have to like fuck Jordan or something for me to I dislike mean, her. I mean, there was a, her um, X on the Beach season was actually pretty good. Oh, too. yeah, she was on X on the Beach. Actually, one of the seasons I really, really liked. Um, a lot of romances brewing, but I don't really want to talk about all of the romances, especially with like Raven and Johnny. And it seems like, and, and I know Horatio doesn't come in until later, but Raven and Johnny look like they're not going to get what they hope they get. Horatio is so fucking in love with Olivia. She doesn't even see it. He is so in love with her. He really is. And she doesn't not. He got friend zoned quick, poor boy. Right. It, it sounds like he's been friend zoned for years. And I'm pretty sure at some point that might actually blow up. Raven is handling it a little bit better. But God, those two are the friend zone MVPs. I had to look it up. I'm like, where are these people from? And I was like, oh, they're Love Island. Okay. That so makes speaking sense. Speaking of Love Island, how do you guys feel about, about Colleen and Kim lying about what show they're on and the way that Jack found out? I love the fact that Jack did his homework and he did his research. Right. And he came in armed with something that a lot of other people didn't have. It shows that he's been a student of the game and he's ready Colleen and Kim should have done the same and they should have seen how things like this are done. Uh, remember when um, old boy lied about going into elimination and Westenham found out because it was asking them uh, about all of these, uh, you know, all of these different things about it. Um, the guy who played football, CJ, CJ right. lied about having to go into elimination and then they're just making some shit up, but they started asking questions and he got found out real quick and the whole house would turn on you. Uh, do not lie when you come into the house about generally easy to find stuff. How did those two things make you guys feel? I mean, I'm surprised more people didn't know because I think most people are like, where are you from? Who are you? You know, just to kind of get an idea because anybody who's watched the show knows that they have to build alliances. So they have to kind of know these people kind of coming in. So I, I am really surprised that he's the only one that, that kind of found it out. And I don't know why she was dumb enough to lie because. Like it's gonna get found out eventually. So like now you look worse. So 
I, and, and just because she was a bad person or a mole in the last season, it doesn't necessarily mean she's going to do it here. That was just a part of the deal. She had to do it. But 100%. But you don't need a good reason. Any reason to do. Any reason for them not to trust you. Any reason for them to say their name instead of yours. Yeah. And I mean, you have to do your homework, especially going to the game like this. Uh, because if you're not American, I'm not putting my faith in nobody that's not from the USA. So you got to earn my trust on well, that damn. one. damn. <laughs> damn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got to be where, like that. Where were you <laughs> January 6th? Well, it's, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> I got to play like time. that. But no. Man, I mean, I got called. I'm going to put it like this. I mean, it's something that y'all haven't seen, but one girl called me out in college and we kind of had it out. I love her to death. I mean, that's my home girl to this day. I say I'll uh, text her every now and again and see how she's doing. But you know, that's that's one how of those I've been. Home girls. That's, that's that's my DNA. That's in my DNA. Because if I don't know you like that, and if I'm coming to a game like this, you best believe I'm gonna do my homework prior to me asking you 50 million questions. I already know the answer before you even say it. So if you lie to me, I know I'm done with you. Oh, well, I guess I can understand, but I can also understand her hesitation because of what her show implies. So I can kind of, I can kind of see why she's like, I really don't want her anybody her to know. Implies that she's a liar. Yeah. yeah. So. And she may not be like it again. It was the game, so she made it work for her, and she won. So big props to her. She won the game. All right. So before we get out of the A block, two other things I noticed. Uh, one of them was uh, some of the people in the room and Chauncey. Johnny Middlebrooks and Jay ended up in the room. And the first thing that came to my mind was like, oh, wow, that's nice. They put the first three boots in the room. <laughs> I just started dying laughing. Even though I think Chauncey will probably do a little bit better. I'm not sure how long Jay is going to last. He has a lot of friends, but that's not going to stop him from getting stomped out as we've seen in the past. And the second one was Nelson's Toast. Now, I'm guessing he was nominated because he's been on the most seasons as of recent. I was happy for him. I think it speaks to his character and how other people view him that he was nominated to do the toast. Now, the toast was God awful. Mm-hmm. Who's going to ask Nelly to make a like a speech? That guy can't even speak properly. He can't have a conversation, much less do a fucking speech. No, but it speaks to his status. He's he's not a young buck anymore. He's a little bit older. He's one of the most senior people in the game well, right there's now. No, there's no young bucks there. He's the last one left. Yeah. <laughs> Out of everybody who's on the season, I mean, Loru's been there a lot longer. And if you were to ask me, Loru should have been the obvious fucking nod. But I think it speaks to who Nelson is and what they think of him. And I thought that was a nice gesture. I mean, I think he just wanted to be Johnny. I, I'm pretty sure he's like, I want to do a toast. Yo, I want to do a toast, guys. Let me no, do a toast. It looks like he was nominated. I can totally see him he doing this going around here. Let me do a toast, guys. No, he Nelson. looked like he was caught off guard. I don't think so. What do you think, Rob? Do you think he was caught off guard? I don't think he was prepared to give any kind of toast. Uh, I wouldn't have gave it to Nelson in the first place. I would have gave it to somebody that's been there for 80 years versus giving it to Nelson. Nelson's, Nelson's the oldest one there at this time. Well, besides well, the well, overall, if you think about it, though, like Nelson can't write a speech, much less come up with one off the off the jump. It's, it's not really a speech; it's a toast. 
I could do a toast better than his toast. Every man needs to have two or three toasts under his belt. One of my favorites is, you know, I grab my, I grab my drink and like, hey, to our wives and to our girlfriends, may they never meet. And I usually just lean on that one. <laughs> I've heard that one before. I like that. I yeah, like it's, that. it's classic. Pick a couple of toasts. If you're a man, pick a couple of toasts, have them on deck just in case. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to this daily. Today's daily is called Bolas for Blood. Uh, basically, there's 100 bolas, and you got to go to a station to ask you a question. You, you grab these bolas, and you figure out the answer. Once you figure them out, you grab the shit running across this mud pit, and you score. This is how you win the game. Yada, yada, yada. Now, before we even get started, TJ comes out and says, Casey and her brother Kenny are gone. They're gone. No fucking explanation, which means... COVID. COVID. Yes, yes. COVID. We all figured that out very fucking fast. Uh, so they were pulled, and that's when we get uh, Olivia and Horatio and Nam and Emmy. And I'm very happy to see uh, Nam back. I thought he was a good character. Hasn't really bought much, but he's one of those guys that I think has. Did you say a good character? That man is wallpaper. Like he's a good person. Like he's not an asshole. Right. Oh. And okay. he's like, and he's likable. God knows the staff could use some people who's likable. True. And he has a lot of potential. We haven't seen much yet, but some potential. I'm willing to give him another shake. And he puts his heart into stuff. So I'm happy to see Nam. Lord knows we could have got another big brother asshole to come through mm-hmm. and fuck this up. Let me tell you something. Let's take Nam and just be happy for it. He's going to do good, get into some <laughs> shit with a girl, and make a mid-season exit. Right. So is, he, is that his now. girlfriend? I'm kind of tired of big brother people. I don't, I don't, I don't know who she is. I was like, why does that Anna Anna Lee's chick look familiar? Oh, Anna Lee was from Big Brother. That was from the season we tried to watch because we was going to do a, a Big Brother podcast. But I feel like I remember her for a bad reason. Like I feel like she was one of the ones that had a bad situation with her. I don't remember anything too bad. I don't think I was a huge fan, but. I, I think she's a challenge fan. I didn't really hate her when I was watching Big Brother or like six episodes of it that I watch. I like something. I don't know. Something about her face makes me feel like I saw it on a scandal. I don't know oh, why, shit. but it I feel like she was scandalous for some reason. Nice. Becky. You just hit her with the she has a punchable face. No, nah. I'm not saying, no, I don't mind her. I just think she has a scandalous. It looks like she might have gotten into some stuff, but I'm just saying this is that's what it looks like to me. I, I may don't be wrong. Remember Gamer Vev or nobody has said anything, so maybe maybe okay. we're just tripping on that one. Yeah, we could be wrong. She just looks like the type of person that we've probably seen before. <laughs> seen her on Big Brother, that's all I could really remember her from. So moving on to the daily, we got the bowling for bowlers. Uh, surprisingly, we get a rookie winner. I mean, a rookie winning their first daily, it has to be absolutely fucking rare. I think Laurel did it when she first came in. I can't remember. Like it's hard for well, me. Well, Laura to... was just fresh meat, so she was. Yeah, she with was with Kenny, Kenny yeah, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> Kenny would do that. But doing this, uh, you know, they start talking about Nelson's elimination uh, uh, daily record, and and, and something <laughs> His lack really, thereof. Exactly, and and it's something that I've talked about repeatedly. I said, a lot of times the people who do best and people who see the least amount of eliminations overall are people who win dailies because they keep themselves 
they keep their name out of other people's mouths when it matters the most. And then it was just like, yeah, it's not really about dailies. You know, it's really just about the final. And like, you don't get there without winning fucking dailies. Direct contrast. But yet, how many, if you end up going into elimination over and over again, law of averages, you may, you're probably going to go home eventually. Exactly. And le- unless you're Pauly and this is Final Reckoning. <laughs> you know, million <laughs> and you fucking chances. Let's be honest. He kept losing. He just kept getting sent to the, the redemption No, house. I fucking loved it. He used that house to his biggest advantage and he fought his way back in. I'd love to see it. So Raven and Johnny Middlebrooks gets the win. Let's talk about some of our likes and our dislikes from this daily. Uh, one, I... Let me start with the dislikes. I I, I thought the pit was pretty small. I it thought was. it could have been a little bit bigger. And I thought it could have used a little bit of physicality, but I totally understand not wanting to get somebody injured uh, within your first couple of, um, you know, your, your first episode. You ain't getting nobody injured in no mud pit. Trust me on that one. Not unless you have a limited number of numbers on those balls. Like, and you need that last number two. <laughs> yes, I thought that would have been a good way to, to look at it. Uh, I love the fact that Nelly lost because he didn't know his age. His own age. How long have you been lying about your age, sir? That was fucking hilarious. Um, what about you guys? What were some of your favorite moments, uh, some of your likes and your dislikes from today's Daily? We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Polly, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. We are totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. I well you you're talking about physicality. You saw people almost get ran over because apparently they didn't realize how deep that water was, and you just see people falling on their faces like <laughs> in the minute they hit there the water. Was like, some physicality, but uh, then the fact that I feel kind of bad for them. I, I don't. They're I think they're German, right? The yeah, the team that's like, what does cumulative mean? <laughs> oh yes, that's right. How did people? How, why was this word tripping so many people up? Because no, because it's it's no, it's it was a, tripping up Americans too. It's a pretty big word, but you know, I, I mean, I know what that means. I may not be able to know how to pronounce it, people but do. I can definitely know what it means. <laughs> like I, I kept trying to pronounce it. I was like, God, I can't pronounce that word, but I know what. But I've read it so many times, I know what it means. So I, I think. I don't know if it's just a it's a five dollar word and people are a dollar word people, but I, <laughs> I mean apparently even if they know what the word means, they don't know their own age, right. Nelly. Uh, but I'll be honest, I kind of feel that way too because every once in a while I forget how old I am and I'll say thirty seven. No wait, thirty eight. Wait, wait, let me math. <laughs> what, well, how old am oh. I? <laughs> but um, I mean that was funny to me. I did watch that and I was it Kayla and Sam who almost won, but almost. they dropped the ball. Right. And they had to find it before they can get up there. And the other team got there first, Raven and, and her, her, um, definitely her. happens. Uh, Rob, what were some of your favorite moments? Likes or dislikes from today's daily? Uh, I think I did like seeing a rookie team, um, win 
believe it or not, because I was like, well, it's a mix-up game now, so I'm interested to see what they're going to do in the house. Uh, I did like the fact that Nelly did forget his own age. I said, I'm 40 years old. I'm not going to forget I'm 40 years old. I would do the math, put it up there, bam, game over. But uh, I thought this challenge was actually interesting because of the fact that you had where you have to know these numbers because you've known this person for a long period of time and you should have gotten uh, through it more quicker than what you did. Absolutely. So we get back to the house and it looks like they're setting up another thing where it's going to be like last season, we called it winners and losers where the winners sit down with the losers. Uh, The winners are going to pick two teams to go into elimination. I hate seeing any remnants of the challenge USA make their way. I didn't hate winners and losers, but yeah. I have gone on and on about how a show like this, and don't get me wrong, I get you can skip a couple of seasons, but you really need the house vote. The house vote, it, the tension that it creates. Not having a house vote, we're missing a lot of interactions and we're missing a lot of panicking and deal making by not having one. So Johnny and Raven gets to win. Uh, they have to come up with teams. They're already aligning themselves with the rookies, but they don't want it to seem too obvious. So they call down Laurel and Jack, Kim and Conleen, Kayla and Sam, Tori and Devin. How do you guys feel about these being the four teams that they picked? I mean, I think it's smart. I mean, ish. Uh, calling out Laurel is never... Um, the best move um if anybody who has watched the challenge knows that she comes back like a freight train um i think going after devin and tori is a smart move getting out away somebody who's a lot more brain um than anything else because he really does lead that team and having at least one rookie group in there kind of helps and they're obviously the foreign ones that nobody really knows. So it's kind of easy to to scoop them up and be like, okay, <laughs> it won't make very many waves. But the fact that they did bring in not just um, vets, but hardcore vets, I can respect it. Um, me, personally, um, I viewed it as the man is betting on himself. I mean, you you can't go wrong with betting on yourself because he's confident. You know, he's not showing you his arrogance or anything. They say, I don't care who I throw in. I say, I'm, I'm going to play my game and I'm going to stick to my guns. So I thought it was a smart move, uh, but also not a smart move because you threw Laurel in. If you knew the history of Laurel, you went through her in. You would have went for another vet team um, to bring everything into light so putting her up i thought that was kind of on a shaky move because i don't think i would have put laura up because i know her history so um i would probably pick nelson and his partner versus laurel and her ride or die absolutely uh for the most part i did like it i thought picking laurel was spicy but i think they're trying to i think they're trying to make a statement and they're trying to use the power while they have it if they sit there and don't make any waves, then it might all be for nothing. Uh, if you're going to make enemies, might as well do something about it now. Um, I really liked who they picked. I thought, like I said, I don't. If, if I was in their position, just knowing how Laura get down, that's a spicy pick. 
But um, they put the numbers up, and everybody is kind of shocked to see it. And Kayla said it best. She's like, fucking bold move. A lot of people congratulated them for it being a bold move, even though it might be somewhat dumb. Because I think Kayla could hold a, a grudge also. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Kayla and Sam were put in there, too, weren't they? Right. <laughs> so, very <What>? exciting. <laughs> now, we see them sit down with all of these groups. And they sit down with them. They have a discussion. And I want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, some of the stuff that I've seen that I really, really liked. I absolutely love the way Johnny played it. He played it the same way how Wes would have played it. Mm-hmm. And if I save you now, what will you do for me in the future? He was trading his win for more power and allies down the road. Um, the only person you really had to watch out of that was Kayla because I didn't. And Kayla said it in her confessional. She was like, yeah, we're not following that shit anyway. Uh, Laura is probably going to stick to her word, at least till you get later on in the season. Colleen and Kim would definitely stick to their word because they knew, if anything, they can use some friends. And I think Tori and Devin would try not to piss off the rookies as much as possible. Uh, I love the way Johnny played it. I I love how Jack used the information that he had to try to save himself somewhat. So a lot of great things went down when they had this uh, uh, interrogation scene. So uh, anything stick out to you guys that you liked or disliked? Or tell me your thoughts on the interrogation scene. I mean, overall, Kayla just looked confused the entire time. Like, you're the vet in this whole situation. Like, how are you not leading? You've you've done this before. I mean, she did the whole thing. Um, I remember. It's funny you say that because from what we've seen with Kayla, and we see this later on during club night, it looks like she doesn't really have any interest in being, like, social at all or playing the social game. I mean, I understand your husband's there, but she just seems to be really not that into it. I don't know if it's because Jenna's not there. Probably. But she ain't been in the regular challenge for a while, so. She's just coming off All Stars 3. Baby girl, you know how this works. Well, I mean, I mean, we've seen her do this before where she's negotiated. I mean, she did it with the you remember the Troika situation where she threw Natalie completely under the bus. So like I was like, I was expecting that where she was a little bit more assertive. Again, she's the the she's a vet in this whole situation. And she just left her husband like. I think her marriage had, I think her marriage has something to do with it. Then again, I could be wrong, but I mean, she is married now. So that's the only difference. She was a politicker. She did use a lot of politicking. She was married when All Stars 3 came out and she played a wonderful game. That's true. And we're not seeing, we're not seeing any of that. But really he wasn't out. there. Yeah, she was alone. So point, she had needed allies. So at this point, the sheer fact that she told him to shut up and not say shit and let her kind of take the lead, yet she didn't really try and even get to know even the females in the house. Right. That's kind of like, and that's where Kayla kind of excels. She makes clicks with the other females and that's how she ends up getting through. Yeah, but she alienate everybody else who's not in the clique. Yeah, but if you make your clique large enough, you know, you have enough soldiers, you're getting buffered. <laughs> right. <laughs> From All getting right. knocked out first. <laughs> My opinion about the interrogation thing, um, I thought it was interesting. I'm like, you got the best on one side and then the rookies on the other side. And he's there trying to negotiate, um, you know, uh, furthering himself in the game, which is cool. But I'm like, in the same sense, you're a rookie, man. 
you got to expect to go in every time. It's not, it's not, nothing's guaranteed in this game. I don't think he is really thinking that they're going to hundred percent take their, I don't think he's going to take their word hundred percent for guarantee. I then think it's, he, it's a showman's then. So it's just a standoff. So, I mean, my mentality going into a game like this, I'm new. I've been watching it for years. I'm not a fool. So I'm going to stay ready. So I don't have to get ready. Big facts. So after the interrogation, we get club night. They get to the club. Nothing really happens besides Caleb pretty much being a little antisocial. Tommy looks like he's having the time of his life. Um, and he's enjoying <laughs> yeah, himself. Yeah, he was when the crowd surfed, right? Yeah, I thought it was really cool. It's, it's always nice to see these guys have fun. We got a little bit more of that last season, but that's something that's been missing from the seasons uh, overall. And when you get to All-Stars, you see them throwing their house parties and stuff, and it looks like a fucking blast. Not to mention, some shit always happens when that goes down. Well, I mean, All-Stars is kind of a throwback to old challenges where they would have these outrageous parties. Mm-hmm. I remember they had a whole VIP party where you had to like oh, yeah, that was get excellent. into the VIP party. Right. And they had toga parties and they had costume parties, wig parties. Right. Like, yes, great moments. I, I'm like, I miss those days because, yeah, I, I think club night's always fun. But we are, we are in a COVID society now, so we got to think COVID. Yeah, well, I mean, you can have that in your house. Like, it's a party. Like, right. Like, even like, even like doing like the pageant. I remember they did a couple times where they had pageants, and I always loved those. <laughs> oh, man. The free agent parties always was lit, too. Um, yeah, but moving they were. <laughs> on, not much happened before we got to the elimination, which they call the zone. But we did see the rookie alliance uh, forming. Uh, it looks like it's going to be Jay Chauncey. Uh, you know, Amber is not really a rookie, and she's a champ, but she's in on this too. You also got Narice and Michelle, Jay, Johnny. Well, I'm not surprised. Amber's been screwed over by so many of the vets. She doesn't want to deal with any of them. I'm not I super surprised her. either. Uh, Amber's treatment on the challenge have been just fucking disgusting. And so I'm glad, and also did my two favorite females, um, Amber and Norris, are my favorite. You know, I don't really get on these girls for their looks or anything, but goddamn, those are some gorgeous women right there. So I'm really Narice excited. W- is insane. Bad. Like, just total what baddies. What the fuck? That is so, unfair. Yeah, I really <laughs> hope those two are on our screens for as long as humanly possible. Right. I and Amber's like- always stunning, but. Yes, Narice, absolutely. Narice- Blows everybody out. I I wouldn't say blow everybody out. Amber is um fine. Listen. I mean, the girl is fine. The I know she's fine, fine, but in comparison <laughs> to Narice, I'm sorry. I think Narice is but I'm pretty. not pitting these women together because this is a progressive. I'm not podcast. saying it's against anything. <laughs> okay. still, Amber is still bad. She's still hot as hell. But but I'm, I'm gonna give saying... credit where credit as a female. Let's just say hello, Narice. I'm not going to pit them against each other. They are both bad, and I (laughs) love seeing them both on the screen. I do like this Rookie Alliance, but we've seen it before. Right. Rookie Alliances are easily broken up by vets, because all you got to do is just tell one rookie, hey, you're on our team now, and they'll drop the rookies like that. I'm glad that they have some numbers working in conjunction with each other, and I'm glad somebody like Chauncey's on there, because he got some size on them. It looks like he can handle himself. We haven't seen anything from him really yet. Johnny already got a win, so that's going to be good. But 
Where's the beef? It's a lot of unknowns in this alliance. They got a couple of numbers working together, but I don't know. I, I think this could work if it's super kept on the low, and we all know that's not going to happen. And it doesn't. I just want to know where Messy Fessy is. Fessy's been like blurring into the background. No, Fessy's going to link up with Nelson. They're going to, you know, they're going to get. You a, think so? You think he's going to trust him after the last season? I think he'll give him a little bit more trust in the rookies because I wouldn't th- trust him at all. And I think somebody like Jay would be easily enticed to the other side. You think Fessy and Nelson couldn't get Jay to flip? Yeah, but his partner, Michelle, might not be because Michelle has some that. issues on her no, season. We've Jay seen is, partnerships. Jay is not this smart, opinions. He's I'm not this smart. I've seen his season of uh, Survivor. No, he's not this smart. I'm going to tell you that now. <laughs> Team so, not so smart. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going with Jay on nothing. I'm sorry, Jay, if you're hearing this. No, I'm not. I, I, I doubt not. Jay really cares about our <laughs> But this rookie alliance... What do you guys think of it? And what chances do you get give this alliance? It depends on whether they can stay together. The big issue, like you said, is the fact that they're easily lured to other side. And they got to um, win dailies. The, and they got to win the daily. And it's one of those situations where they cannot. It's, it's just like the vet alliance. They cannot draw first blood because then it's just going to be a bloodbath. It, it, it's it, they got to stay close together and they cannot backstab each other. Period. But- that's that's all fine and Danny what you saying and I 100% agree with you but they're not going to be able to handle the twists and turns in this house because you don't know what's going to happen we already know there's going to be a lot of twists and turns in this season but how are they going to react to those twists and turns I guess we'll find out I guess yeah. we'll find out all right let's move on to the zone the elimination Oh, this shit's crazy. Oh, yes, it's, it is. It's, it's going to be it. free yes. agents, baby. Free agents. <laughs> so the draw is back. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So Raven and Johnny gets the win. And they come out. And then the people who they all pick comes out. Now that's going to be Colleen and Kim, Hayla and Sam, Tori Devin, and Laurel and Jack. TJ lets them know. Who are you guys going to pick? And they pick Kayla and Sam, which, okay, let's just focus on that real quick. Did they make the right choice? If the person they're going to pick is going to go into elimination, was Kayla and Sam the right choice? Yes. Yes. I, I would say yes and no. Kayla and Sam are easy to pick. They haven't really been super social. Sam more than Kayla, but Kayla doesn't really have any friends here. And she has the ability to piss off people faster than anybody else. Um, (laughs) But if you're here to take a shot and you're going to take a shot, (laughs) you don't take it at Laurel. You don't take it at Laurel unless somebody else is in there that's going to fucking clean house. That's one. Uh, But I would think Tori and Devin probably would have been a more logical choice being for the fact that they've been doing this for a while. Tori has one of these wins coming to her more sooner and later. Devin, not so sure, but he played excellently the last time we sent him out. I would have went with that. How would you guys have went with the vote? I think it's a smart vote. I think it makes the least amount of waves, but also eliminates uh, a vet. Uh, I'll be honest. Kayla's track record in elimination is terrible. Uh, so I don't think that anybody really 
I think when Kayla goes into elimination, she just expects to lose. I think that's just a thing for her because she looks, because <laughs> every single time I see her go in there, she like loses like all faith. She doesn't know how to keep her mind focused and she literally looks defeated the minute she gets called in. So, I mean, yeah. she's, she doesn't stay ready is what I, what I basically say. If you have to take a shot at one of the vet teams that's in this game, I would have took it at Kayla and Sam. I would not have target Devin and, um, and Tori, or I wouldn't. Laurel's have a death wish. Before. Right. Yeah. You, you, Cause if she comes back, you already done. So he did right by, sending um kayla and sam we'll be back in a moment you're listening to love war challenges what's good uh how's it going this is uh derek derek kaczynski so this is paulie and you're listening to love war challenges what up malik this is car maria this is a shout out to the love war and challenges podcast you're totally awesome love war challenges for anyone listening to this they're at lwc podcast world's most dangerous podcast i was gonna say Jax. Jax is her partner right laurel's yes. partner he's yeah, an unknown guys. factor but i mean laurel has carried teams like you know what that's a good observation Plus, I don't think Laurel would have bought somebody just because she likes them. Out of all of the people that she knew, she bought somebody who she thought would be able to compete and keep up. Yes. That is pretty fucking Or someone that's able to keep her calm. I mean, that's kind of the situation with even Laurel. Laurel has a very short temper. Laurel would rather be, Laurel would rather go full psychopath than bring somebody who can't keep up with her. I think Jack is an unknown, but just the fact that Laurel picked him, got to keep an eye out for that guy. And it looks like he's smart, too. So, And he looks pretty fucking fearless. So, I mean, I'll be honest. Look at what Laurel did with someone like Zach. Like, she literally dragged him through a final. So, let's just... if, If Laurel can do that, I really don't have any doubts that she can really carry any team well she can because i've seen it uh yeah. especially in the volleyball uh tournament that we played I've you mean seen when she it beat you but we we shot ourselves <laughs> in the foot don't get me started let me stay on top because you about to make me go off okay <laughs> i did it on uh, purpose because he, he went let crazy me, one let time. me chill let me chill okay so but i've seen it i've seen it with law and i've seen it with the rail those two are uh phenomenal when they where they can drag anybody, they can drag Malik and you to anything and win. Okay, so um, yes, Laura, <laughs> I'm with the ship. So yes, yes. I was so, gonna say she'd be yeah. dragging me. Malik would probably let, let me let me keep it cool because you're still gonna make me go off a little bit. So I'm gonna be cool. <laughs> All right, you lost. So back to the zone. Uh, Kayla and Sam are nominated. <laughs> we get something that we haven't seen in a long time. We get the draw. We haven't seen this since free agent season twenty five, and the the draw. No, a- didn't we have the draw too? For there was a draw in Final Reckoning. No, you remember to get into that wasn't no draw though. Yeah, that that wasn't really a draw, and that was mostly for it, it was a version of it, but it wasn't really used in the main house, right? Oh, so, this one, this one remind me automatically of free agents. Free, yeah, say. free agents. And free agents is <laughs> well, the best knew, challenge season that ever was. 
I am kind of sad that Kara's not on this season because to see her reaction to the draw would have been just gold. Exactly. And then you got to get the whole montage of the shit that she's gone through, going through <laughs> with it. Oh, God. Remember like, she had to pull it with the broken hand? Oh, yes. man. It's fucking great. So we get the draw. But the, now, now the draw itself was a nice twist. I thought that was a cool twist. I was like, okay, the draw creates chaos. And it, it fucks up a lot of people's plans. Fucks up a lot of people's plans. And also, your promise of, hey, you know, if I vote you in, it, you know, will you keep us safe later on, has a lot less power. Because just for calling me down here, you put me in danger. And you can't promise to keep me safe. So just say, saying my name. This reminds me a little bit of Dirty 30. Because Dirty 30 had a version of this, too. People are going to make a lot of enemies fast by who they pick down there. Now, you think that that would be just a twist alone. Everybody has to pull these knives out and get into that in a minute. Devin makes a joke. <laughs> hey, Turbo, the knives got to stay down here. And this is, where, this is where Turbo, I mean, don't get me wrong, the shit on the boat was kind of fucked up. We didn't really right. see anything from Turbo or or his partner up until now. And I started to sour when he was on the boat and this exchange with Devin, he was completely out of line. I mean, he just going off. Devin just made a joke. It wasn't even really at your expense of anything. It says, Hey, you're such a badass. Leave these down here. And he took it so personally and threw such a bitch fit. Like it's not cute. His whole demeanor it's just kind of fucked up. Hey, I get it. You was in one or two action movies during the off season. And really, after that, I was just... And even worse, he is fucking terrifying. And I'm fucking terrified of fucking <laughs> Turbo. He looks like... A, he seems like a serial killer. Fucking terrified of this guy. And he makes this so much not fun. Devin said it best. Don't invite this guy to the wedding. He'll suck, he'll soak up all the fun. I mean, a portion of that, I think, is just the way because Devin's delivery is so dry. It's it kind of he doesn't get the humor. No, he doesn't but, get a bill off for loss in translation. But, but a portion of Do your homework, it, watch the show, learn your competitors. You, you're giving him finish. an easy cop out. He doesn't deserve it. Let me finish. It. Let me finish. But also, he had a very bad experience on two where were the worlds two with Jordan openly mocking him and the way he mocked him is very similar to oh, the God. way, but that, I, Hey, maybe he just has some PTSD. That's what? it. But I don't agree with it. I think he fucking took it way too far. What? Way too far. Wait a minute. The way he would, the way Jordan mocked him, he had me die. But that's the, that's the, <laughs> the language barrier between an American and somebody from another country. You can't joke like that because they don't get it. You got to break it down to them like they yeah, don't and know. And you lost ABC. the joke by the time you're breaking down the joke. Now, now. <laughs> so check this out. The way that I view Turbo's behavior and his reaction to it is like, you ever meet people who just came out of jail, who's been doing it for a long time? You know, they, they've been in the joint for a long time. When they come out, they're not really ready for how society is. You know, in jail, it's all about, yo, don't, don't show any disrespect and everybody got to respect each other. And out here in the regular world, people are rude as fuck. So they take all sure. that shit personally and they overreact to it. And 
that's kind of reminds me of Turbo's behavior. At the same time, Turbo, it's on you to do your homework, see what these people are like, maybe get their humor and maybe get some of the, and don't get me wrong, as an American, I know how crazy that sounds because we don't know shit about a lot of other people's cultures and people make fun, people outside the U.S. make fun of us for that, for being ignorant towards other people's cultures. I do think it can go both ways, but you are in America on an American, sh- well, not in America, but you're on an American show. You kind of got to know how these guys work. And you've With been here before. With about 90% Americans. But, but also you've been here before. Even the whole shit with Jordan, as fucked up as that was. Do you know what I realize? There's not any Brits on this episode, on this season. You know, Kyle, Kyle was invited, but turned it down. Well, because his wife, his girlfriend's was knocked up. She was pregnant. I feel some kind of way about that too. Because they got the Challenge UK coming up. And the Challenge has... Bought a lot of people from the UK. We had the whole UK invasion thing going on. There's a wealth of people to pick from, and none of them are going to be included. You know what, in Georgia and and from what I saw, Georgia and um, Theo were dropped right before, like two weeks oh, before. Why? Yeah. Why would they be dropped? Those are the two people you would probably want the most. And where's fucking Rogan and um? Joss. Oh, yeah. oh right. Rogan's gone. Joss is gone because of uh I think they had some racist tweets or some shit like that. Did oh, they? Really? I didn't know that either. <laughs> there was well, there was something there, and I I, I want to say it's racist. I th- I want to say it was racism, but I'm not a hundred percent for sure. Um, check me that whoever's listening listeners. did not know that. Well, did not know that neither. I mean, if it's not racism stuff, then yeah, that sucks. Uh, if it is. Uh, stuff that has to do with race, then fuck them. Fuck them both. I think Joss might have had the same issue. Mm. And I mm. think Joss and Rogan might have had a frog in, Didn't falling out. Georgia from what I have a have a blackface thing? Blackface issue, yeah. I heard about plus, that. Yeah. Plus, I've heard from a challenger. Now, I've only yeah. heard this from one person. Nothing I've seen online really corroborates that, but this person has spent time with them. So, I mean, it's it's not just a blackface thing. It was also something that she thing. made a comment that was a very racial comment of of um because of that. So again, I'm not a huge fan of Georgia. I think Georgia's a bit of a of a elitist. Um, Maybe I don't. I can't. I still say, feel bad about with the whole bear situation, though. But but let's go ahead and move it back to the zone. We get the draw, but the draw <laughs> has a twist. Everybody has to pull a knife, which is like flipping the card, pull a knife. And we're thinking if you're pulling the knife and it's blank, you're, you're safe, safe, right? Eh, wrong. You have to pull a knife that says safe. And then once you're safe, the other two people are on the menu and the team that was chosen to go in gets to pick from those two teams. This is pure fucking chaos. And I love every single second of it. it. It makes the game so unpredictable. It makes that when you throw people in and you gotta and they have to pick, you're gonna have to pick a whole bunch of people you fucking hate. And you're gonna have to make and all those people who do come back are going to be your enemies when they do. I think it's pure chaos. I think it blows the door wide open. I fucking love it. What do you guys think about this draw twist? I love it. I'm not even going to lie, man. When I saw this, I said, hands down, this is going to make the, the game interesting. And don't talk about 
the twist is that's get ready to happen. Oh my God. This is going to be the most electrifying season we've seen. Super excited to see what else they have. I mean, think about it. We've been watching the challenge forever. How, I mean, even when they put in all of these twists and stuff, how often are we really surprised? Fucking hardly. Almost never. I was thoroughly surprised and in a good way. Becky. I really did enjoy seeing the reactions. And I like the way they twisted it to say, okay, now you have to show your cards. And I think one of the competitors, I think it was like Nelson, who was like, if you have two friends out there, you're going to have to choose one. And one of them is going to get pissed. So it's definitely going to make an interesting season, a very dramatic season. And I think that it's really going to help with the politics of everything. Because I am, we were starved for having politics over the last few seasons, even on the, on the regular show on USA, there was just a lack of, of, of using it. And I am excited to see how it plays out. It could go really epic or it could go really disastrous. So it's, we're going to see how this goes. Listen, I'm thinking it's going to go disastrous and I want to see, I don't want to miss a fucking moment of it. So Colleen and Kim, they pull the safe dagger so they get to save a team. Colleen and Kim do the smartest thing in the world. I'm thinking at this point, they already got some noise that Jack already knows about their season. And they choose to save Laurel and Jack. And mind you, that's a good team to save. Having Laurel owe you one later on down the road is going to be fan-fucking-tastic. So the team that's going to be left is going to be Tori and Devin. They're going in. So the zone is going to be Tori and Devin versus Sam and Kayla, which is great. We got we got a rookie win the daily, and we got two vets going against each other. What are you watching? Oh, he, <laughs> he's watching Bears porn. That's what he's yeah, watching. I'm looking at this and seeing what the hell is this. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, the wow, shit is wild, just, right? Shit is mad I'm, wild. My mind is just blown. It's like, don't put me yeah, on I don't even don't think you got into the like comments of, of, of what the <laughs> what the draw was. You were just you're just like oh, I got it. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Me. Don't get me wrong. Everybody's into some crazy shit. And on Twitter, you're gonna see some wild shit. Yeah, just really sure. wasn't expecting that when you ran into Bears. Me story. neither. Yeah, I was like totally wild, caught off guard. Yeah. All right. So the zone. And the game they're going to play is I move, you move. Basically, and we've all seen this, it's one of those boards, got five marbles, and you have to move the board to get the marbles in the hole. Now, these people are going to be on pretty much, it looks like a snowboard, and that's how they're going to direct it. Now, we learned that Devin has this actual game as his coffee table in his house. Uh, we get into the daily even I wasn't expecting this. Tori and Devin wiped the fucking floor with Kayla and Sam. Kayla, once again, well, I'm not sure when's the last time, but she's an early exit or a first exit. She's the fuck up out of here. There's no redemption house. You know, bye bye But this elimination wasn't that great of a watch. You know, it wasn't anything physical, even though I do think that it did take a significant amount of skill. To get this done, uh, you know, you got balance, you got coordination, you got intelligence. Tori and Devin fucking shined. Shined. They communicated well. They did well. They performed well. 
It even looked like they was having a lot of fun while doing it. And it wasn't even close. They fucking killed them. What did you guys think about today's uh, today's elimination? Well, Kayla openly says that, um, what's his face? Devin has this same game in his living room. Like, and it's like his entire coffee table is this game. So really, I think and they immediately saw this and I think Kayla was defeated. I was like, I'm screwed. And she obviously, they. I was going to say her and her husband they haven't been together long, right? No. Like they, they've only been Less married for like a couple of months and they were together for maybe like what a year. So they still haven't quite got their communication skills down. Mm-hmm. But, so, you're, though, but, you're, but you're also married. But Kayla's never been good in high pressure situations. And also this is a new dynamic for their marriage. You know, I, I wouldn't take this as a, a judgment on their marriage or the way to communicate in their marriage. Well, I mean, they they were laughing about it afterwards. They're like, we suck at communication. Right. Yeah, and, I mean, they were honest about it. And they never had to do this before. This is Sam's first challenge. This is Kayla working with a partner that she is super invested in. Uh, you know, it's a whole different dynamic. So uh, let's not say that their whole marriage depends on how they did in this elimination. I don't think anybody did. Who's saying that their whole marriage depends on this? No, no way did. But there, there was a lot of smart ass comments on Twitter. I was going to be mother- like. You motherfuckers know who you are. I was like, who's trying to say that? The reason why they shine, Devin's like, I've been here, done that. Let's get this done and let's go back in the house. That's the type of mentality that you got to have. You got to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. And basically, he showed you that it doesn't matter. I took out legends in the game. That's what he said. Exactly. Mm, big facts. So let's let's get this done. Let's go back in the house and let's chill. Boom. <laughs> he won light break. Come on. Now. So <laughs> the elimination is done. <laughs> Kayla and Sam are out. But TJ isn't done. He has another twist. Oh, yeah. Brings in bananas and nani. Now, once again, the fucked up part is we wasn't surprised. He was in a whole bunch of promos leading up. We all knew he was in here. Not super surprised, but TJ did just drop probably the best team. Just the best but, team. But I'm kind of confused where they're like, they skipped one person out and they're bringing one person in. Like, I wouldn't they understand if it's almost in. like, uh, huh? They brought two people in. Well, I know, the, but the daily. like one, I was just gonna say, Sam and Kayla left, and they're bringing in uh, a new people. So I'm like, okay, this doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I understand if it's like a twist where it's like um, um, a mercenary twist, like they did in Final Reckoning, where they're like, you take their place if you win. Um, but. I don't quite understand the, hey, we're dropping new people on you. Like, is next week that's when, you know, Jordan and Anissa are going to show up? Or, like, uh, when, who, I don't know who the other team is. That's going to um, um, Darrell and, and Veronica. Veronica. So, here goes the funny thing. This is going to lead to it's a lot of people. I mean, we already had one team go out and three new teams come in on the first episode. I'm technically two teams went out. So I'm thinking we're going technically, but we also know they come back. Yeah. That's true. I forgot about that. So what I'm thinking is 
Yeah, Casey and Kenny come back. Yes, yes, they do. Yes, because if you look at the previews, they're in the. Yeah, I don't know the spoilers for this season, but I do know they come back. It just doesn't make any sense. Then listen, like this season's never going to (laughs) end. Well, this this is what I think is going to happen. I think we're going to see. I think we're going to see double eliminations, and I think we're going to see eliminations with three teams in them. Ooh, do you think we'll see a purge? I haven't seen a purge Possibly. in a really long time. The thing about the purges, no one likes the purge. No one likes people getting booted from the season without having a fair shake in elimination. It sucks. Right. I kind of want to see a purge. I haven't seen a purge in a long time. Right. The only place that I don't mind seeing, seeing a purge is if you throw a whole lot, if you allow a lot of people into the finals, like if you allow like seven, eight teams into the final, you can do something where like the bottom three are gone. And I'm kind of okay with that. You know, let a whole bunch of people get to the final and then dump half of them after the first day. That makes sense. I like that. So that's pretty much wraps up the challenge. Ride or dies. You know what? Spies, lies, allies was like right in my head. I was about to say that shit. (laughs) Uh, We only got one question on Twitter. It's from best fan 100. And how did you guys feel about the name of the elimination? I move, you move. It's fucking stupid. That's what it was. But they got to put that ludicrous song in. So they didn't even put that music in there, did they? They did. They put the ludicrous song song in there. I move, you move, just like that. When I'm yes, yeah, some genius at Bunham and Murray was just really high on that one. Fucking idiots. (laughs) Well, they they love the '90s, and what that was that was 2000s, wasn't it? Actually, uh, yes, uh, early 2000s. So let's go ahead and rank today's episode one to five stars. What do you guys give this episode? Rob, go first. I go, I give it a five. I'm 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 ecstatic. I'm, nice. I'm, I'm hyped up. I'm like, yes, 38. The real challenge is back. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, Becky. He's just happy to be here. Okay. Uh I, I'm honestly gonna give it a I'll give it a four. It had solid drama, it had good politics, it had some love and some friend zoning. I I kind of I kind of appreciated it. And you know what? Like I said, we were starved. We were begging for it and they gave it to us. And hopefully this is just the beginning and we're just going to get so much more. And hey, I'm I am ready for the Tory Jordan drama. 100 percent. Oh, that's right. Jordan and Lisa also come in, too. I'm not as high as you, Rob, at five stars. Five stars would indicate a perfect episode. And you would He's need excited. A, I get you excited, but for me, you definitely need a banging ass daily and a banging ass elimination. And even though both was good, I wouldn't consider them both banging. I'm going to give them a four also. It was a good episode, a lot of stuff to talk about. And all reality, coming off of the hills of the Challenge USA. Yeah, it makes it look even better. So, like, I feel kind of bad because we're comparing it to that, but it's even, I, I even feel it's a little even better than last season because last season was kind of dull for me, too. So, I can't barely remember it. Yeah, there was moments that could have been better, but I didn't hate it as much as some people, but it works for me. So, that's going to do it for us. Episode one of the Challenge 38 ride or dies i mean they might as well call it ride spies and allies but i'm glad we don't have a ride bunch of explosions ride or, or a bunch of bullshit with the agents very good to see um before we get out of here anybody got anything to add before i do the outro 
No, we're just happy to be back. We're happy yes. to be on video. Yes, yes, back. Thank you guys all for watching. Thank you guys all for listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok at LWC Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and TikTok at Lovewood Challenges. Copy your official Lovewood Challenges gear at shop.lwcpodcast.com. And our website is going to be lwcpodcast.com. Get your customizable challenge gear at shopthechallenge.com. And make sure you listen to Lovewood Challenges Podcast or Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, or your favorite podcast app. Once again, I am MTV Malik. He is Rob Stewart. She is Becky at Gift Master Bex. This is Love Word Challenges. Good night.